How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakodye as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. One of the nature of Christ is love. There are two things on earth that is so practiced in heaven. The language in heaven is faith and the character is love. Because God called the things which be not as though they were. So God obeyed by faith. When Jesus cast the victory and the disciples say, Master, the victory you cast is with that way. He said, have faith in God. It means that the literal translation says, have the God kind of faith. The God kind of faith believes in what he said. In the book of Genesis, Genesis is the handiwork of God. Revelation and Ephesians talk about the predestiny or predictions of what is about to happen. Them that he predestined, he called. So God is an architect. The architect doesn't build, but he puts the drawing on the paper for the builder to use the drawing to build. So God imagined how the world is going to be. And in Genesis, he started calling them. So you see two things there, and God said and God saw. And God said and God saw. And God said let there be light and there was light. And God said let the sea come and the sea came. So in the faith operation, you must say it and believe that you will see it. Prophet Nanase Pukusakodye is an end-time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. We are going to deal with what I call wrong foundations or sick foundations. Hallelujah. Now, let me start by telling you that this beautiful building that you see, this beautiful auditorium that you see, um, it's interesting to see the walls and the windows and all kinds of designs here. But everything here is rested on something called the foundation. If you have a little knowledge about construction, then this thing is learning about the foundation. Now, interestingly about the foundation, you don't see it. You don't see it. So coming back to even spiritual dimension, you don't know your foundation. When you come here, you don't know anything about building. You only celebrate the walls and the columns and the, and the ceiling and the beautiful things. But the foundation is not seen. It's always hidden. You dig on the ground, you put the concrete on it, and then you, you cast the concrete. depends on the design of the building. Now, this is what you have to learn. The, 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 the depth of the foundation or the strength of the foundation depends on the structure that is coming on it. So, the foundation of this particular building is not the same as the foundation for the children's service. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So, when it comes to foundation, you have to dig after that, you cover it. Now, interestingly, among all the things that concern the building, it is the only thing you don't see. But also, the future of the building depends on it. Now, let me tell you another thing about the foundation. If this window gets spoiled, you can easily repair it. There was, there was a crack in the wall, they repair it. Hallelujah. They came and tell me that it's because of the vibrations of the sound. That is what caused the crack. They repair it. I mean, any ceiling, anything can be repaired. Foundation cannot easily be repaired. Now, it can be repaired, but the difficulty of repairing the foundation in the, in the construction is called underpinning or something. So, one of the things that we do, if you have a little knowledge about building, is that we make sure that we don't do wrong foundations. Because the repair process means that you probably have to put the whole structure back. That is the reason why the big auditorium is not even roof yet. Because if we are to continue the structure, but this and probably we've lifted the trusses and put it on it. But when the structure engineers came to calculate, they realized that the kind of load that is coming on the building, we needed to put the column down and increase the size of the column. So all the column that were did have to come down because they were saying that depend on the structure and the load that is coming on it, we need a thicker column, it must go down. So everybody has a foundation. Everybody here, whether you like it or not, there is a foundation on the process where you are coming from. The reason I know you have a foundation is that you have a father's house and you have a mother's house. And every house is built by a man. I'm going to take you to the scriptures rather. Even the world, the whole world has a foundation. One day when Job was talking to God and Job was angry and thought that it is God that has strike him and it is God that has caused all these um, um, troubles to come around his way, the trials of losing everything he has and that because the friends were blaming him and he was also accusing 
sorrowful. God has allowed this thing to happen to him. Job was blaming God. God came to Job and asked Job some dangerous questions. In fact, the book of Job chapter 38 from verse number 1, when you read it, Job 38 from verse number 1, the New Living Translation, God came to old Job a question that none of us want to ask. I, I, I mean, hear those questions from God. The Lord answered Job from the wherewith. Listen to this. From the wherewith, God answered Job. And God, sometimes uh, God answer is a question. Have you noticed that sometimes Jesus, they come to ask him a question and he answered the question with a question. They say, the power you operate, where does it come from? He said, no problem. I also want to ask a question. John the Baptist, baptist, where does it come from? The people they say, they say when we say from, from God, he will say, why don't you believe me? We also don't want to believe him. So we say, we don't know. He said, neither do I also know where my power comes from. We end it there. Amen. Now, this one, God was answering Job with a question. So, uh, first of all, he said that, then the Lord answered Job from a whirlwind. Now, when you, when you read back in 37, you will know what Job was saying that God answered. And verse 2 said that, who is this that question my wisdom with such ignorant ways? It means that most of when we are blaming God, the underlying thing is that we are ignorant. Anytime, how did you allow this thing to happen to me? Lord, I pay my tithe. I don't know why you are not giving me a husband. Buddy, you are ignorant. That's all. So he asked Job, he said that, who is this? You, Job, questioning me? Huh? So if you go back, I don't want to go back. If you go to the whole chapter 37, he was questioning God. And God came and said, who is it that questioned me with such, with such ignorant words? Now let's go on and see what happened. Bless yourself like a man. Because I have some questions for you. And you must answer them. So God came to Job and said, you, you, bless yourself. I am going to ask you some questions and I demand answer. You must give me answer for all the questions I'm going to ask you. Huh. It's a serious matter. This one is another message that I'll preach in this time. It just God said, Job, sit down. Brace yourself. It's like sitting in an aircraft. They say, put on your seatbelt. God never told anybody again to brace themselves for questions. Let's check the questions. Look at the question one. Huh? Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Number one question. So you, that is accusing God. God is saying that. You, where were you when I was laid? So the earth itself has a foundation. Now, the question is, where is it? The way you can see the foundation of this building, you don't see the foundation of the earth. The one that built it is saying that it has a foundation. Where is the foundation of the earth? Which kind of concrete do they use? Where do they lay it? The whole earth you see, all the five continents, from the continent of Africa, to North America, to South America, to Asia, to Europe, to Australia, to New Zealand, whatever the island, God said, all of them has foundation. So where you are standing deep down, there is a foundation. So nothing is built without a foundation. God said that, where were you when I was laying the foundation of the earth? Who laid the foundation of your father's house? All I want to show you is that God is saying that the earth itself has what? The foundation. Somebody say foundation. The earth we are living in, it has a foundation. So if the earth, everything has a foundation. Everything has a foundation. Everything that you see on earth, it has some kind of foundation. So the fact that you don't see the foundation of this building does not mean it does not exist. Because if you don't know anything about construction, all you will celebrate is the walls and the duties and the decorations. But what carries the building is not the pillars. What carries the building is not the decoration of the ceiling. The future of every building is depending on the foundation. Interestingly, the foundation is not visible. We dig on the ground, we cast concrete, mm. and after that, we bury it. So there is something in your background you don't see. It doesn't mean it does not exist. It does not mean it does not exist. You cannot confront anything you have not identified. And anything you accept, you cannot change. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? So God is saying that even the earth, before I built it there, nobody sees it, but the earth has what? Foundation. Now, do you know something? When I was studying, I realized that every foundation has the chance of being wrongly laid or rightly laid. 
So the only foundation that stands sure is God's foundation. Every other foundation can be faulty. So either the foundation is right or wrong. Either the foundation is faulty or it's a very good foundation. Either it's a perfect one or imperfect one. Now, what, what, what is the authority of what we are talking about? Every other foundation can be faulty except the foundation of God. I'll get to the point to show you that <laughs> some people don't have a chance. This morning, Pastor Martin was preaching eh? and then he spoke about Esau and Jacob. I listened to the message. I went back and because I love to go back and, and, and just go through the message. And so, whatever I wrote down, I went to go through it. And then I saw that he came out with a point that um, Esau, we all have preached against him. But the guy uh, actually became blessed. And it's true. When he met his brother, he even rejected the blessing of his brother. And Pastor Matthew came out with a point that the guy stayed with his father. So he learned the secret of blessing. Now watch this. Jacob left and he carried us the blessing and returned as a nation. But I saw that because of wrong foundation up to now, Esau cannot be remembered. So you see, the Jacob died that God said, I'm the God of Jacob or the God of Israel. It happened because Jesus Christ, I'll take you. So, what the point Pastor Martin is, the thing is that the blessing he broke, yeah, his father told him that when you have taken dominion or wrestling, you break your brother and say, he did it. But was his children able to do it? So a wrong foundation, you may escape by your children. Yeah, the point is that because Jacob's children are still being blessed. Jacob's children are still walking in it. So the good thing is that you can escape it. If the foundation is not there with, they become survivor of the fittest. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse number 19. Listen to a short foundation. This is what the Lord said about his foundation. I'm reading King James. Nevertheless, the foundation of the Lord standard was sure. Everybody says sure. Every other foundation can be faulty. The only foundation that stands sure is God's one. Now the reason God told me to preach this message is that most of the African foundation is not correct. This is the first point of authority that God said. I said, Lord, why do you want me to preach? I said, because most of the people that you are leading in prayer, with passionate that must bless, you are trying to, Jesus Christ. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, listen, listen. When you attack a tree with fruit, and you pluck the fruit out of the tree, thinking you have destroyed the tree, you have wasted your time. The devil never attack fruit, he attack root. Satan does not attack fruit. He attack root. Most of our prayer, it attack branches. It never go to the root cause of the thing. Never. Never go to the root cause of the thing. No. There are families that has never seen a rich person. Yeah. 40 foundation is making some people stay in America for 40 years we still struggle. The foundation, nevertheless, the foundation of the Lord standeth sure. It has a seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. You cannot contradict the scripture. If you are religious, God knows. If you are not a Christian, God knows. I don't care which church you attended. I don't care the size of your clerical. I don't care the title you carry. The Bible said, the foundation of the Lord, it has a sure standing. When, God, when you are one of God's children, he knows. It is time that will tell. You can deceive everybody on earth, but not on the judgment day. Not on the day of rapture. Not on the day that the trumpet will sound. Not on the day. The Bible says you just start with a shout. And the sound of the trumpet of an archangel. And the dead in Christ will rise again. And those who are now be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. If you are not part of the foundation, you cannot rise. The foundation of the Lord. Standard sure. It is not because your marriage is wrong. The foundation was wrong. I'm coming to show you some things. I'm going to bring you up. Hallelujah. 
Somebody say foundation. I'm going to define foundation in a second. In Hebrew chapter 1 and verse number 10. The Hebrew writer says something. Hallelujah. Before I read the Hebrews, let me read first Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 4. Oh, Jesus Christ. The earth has a foundation. Look at this. According as he has chosen us before him. According as he has chosen us in him. Before what? Before what? Before the foundation of what? So the world itself has a foundation. Nothing can survive without foundation. Nothing has a future without foundation. A faulty foundation, faulty structure. A perfect foundation. In fact, Jesus even said that one day the storms will come and the wind will blow. It depends. The foundation that is built on the rock will stand. The one that is built on the sand. Hey! What is the foundation of your father's house? Is it on the rock or is it on the sand? Something will break by the time I finish this series. You will come out of a spiritual prison. Because is it not the fact that I'm chosen to lose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, and then you break every joke. You cannot hear the series I'm preaching from today and not be prayerful. Something is going to be provoked in the inside. Your sleeping child is going to wake up. You are going to say, this is not my person. This is not my place. And if you become restless, you will change the story for good. I already feel a stirring in the atmosphere. According as he has chosen us in it before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 10. Watch this. And thou, Lord, in the beginning, has laid what? What did he do? He lay what? That is why he asked Job, where were you? Where were you? Jesus, nobody was there. No. Don't let scientists be arrogant and proud. No. Archimedes discovered a principle. Newton discovered a principle. Archimedes said that when the body is holy or partially immersed in the fruit, it experiences an uptrust, which is equal to the weight of the body. Isaac Newton's laws of motion, first law, second law, third law, that tells us that there is something in the air called gravity that when you jump, it doesn't permit you. That is why you can't jump in the moon because there's no gravity that you keep going and going and going. But here, the reason I'm coming down is that there's a gravity. Now, the gravity you discover, it doesn't mean you created it. So, when you are a scientist and you find a vaccine for coronavirus, it doesn't mean you can stop and cure coronavirus. May the Lord fire something inside you. May you get into the realms of the atmosphere. May you get angry against the wrong foundation. There is a wrong foundation in your house. There is a wrong foundation in my house. And this must be we shall repair it. This is what I heard that stir me. The Lord said, every wrong foundation can be repaired. And it can be changed. And I'm going to show you people in the Bible that change the foundation of their home. They repair the foundation. They start a new beginning. And the story changes from them. When a generational curse ends, a generational blessing begins. But until you end the generational curse, the blessing will never take over. Until a generational curse ends, a generational blessing cannot begin. That your grandfather that married 30 women, it is not a decoration. It is not pictures on the wall. It is not something to celebrate. A wrong foundation is a wrong foundation. Listen. I told the architect something. I told them. Because I have a little bit of building knowledge. I was trained as a civil man. So I became a preacher. So I have knowledge a little bit. And when they were saying that, Daddy, let's just manage the thing and increase the foundation. I told them something. I said, listen, it is better we overdo than underdo. So I said, I prefer. What do you mean by that? Let's say this column, eh, if it's supposed to be, let's say, um, let me say like one and a half feet to carry this load. Because you see, this one, eh, this one, they don't carry anything. There is a load of trusses. And roofing sheet on this building plus wood. 
all the root load is sitting on this one. Because the trusses is like this. <clears throat> it pushes. So the trusses eh, is putting pressure on this columns. And it's trying to open it up. That is why we put iron rods inside. It's called reinforcement rod. It means it's adding additional strength. Watch this. If we decided that we want to do it just one foot, what is 12 inches? Even though the original is supposed to be two feet, we have under to the column. And we can expect any consequence. But just in case we decided that, even though the original thing is about one foot, but we decided to make it two, we have overdo it. It is better to overdo than underdo. Lord in the beginning has laid the foundation of the earth and the heavens were the works of your hands because heaven him, so no foundation but assassins he laid the foundation of the earth God laid the foundation of the earth so the earth has foundation assassins it has foundation the fact that you don't see it as long as it's not there this building has a foundation nobody sees it but it's there Every structure you see in protest has a foundation. In fact, without the foundation, the structure cannot be started. That is why when you are building, you must prepare the plan, take it to the district assembly for them to prove it. The approval means that you will do whatever you like. So when you go there and it doesn't meet the standard, they will refer you that go and make sure that this and this and this is done. And on the proper scale, like a developed country, at every stage, you must bring building inspectors to come and inspect whether you are doing the right thing. Right and wrong foundation. Some of the foundation in our background is sick. What is foundation? I, I find out from Oxford Dictionary 102. Some of them define it. I'll come to my own biblical definition, but they say that the lowest load bearing part of a building, the lowest, the lowest load bearing part of a building, the lowest load bearing part of the building. So this building, eh, there is a load bearing. I love the way they use load bearing. Load bearing. The wall is sitting on the foundation. The window is sitting on the foundation. The roof is sitting on the foundation. This whole structure you see, something is carrying it. There are different kinds of foundation. For instance, here, the kind of foundation we do here eh, is different from where you are building because here is totally clay. Now, let me take you to a little bit of construction. Clay is very unstable. It has weather things, it expands in a certain weather and contrasts in a certain weather. So, when you are doing the foundation, you have to know that you must consider all this because there will be expansions and contraction. So, the kind of foundation we design for buildings here is not the normal ones. In fact, by the time you see the structure coming up, eh, the money we spend on the foundation, if it's a normal land, like a very good land, it has already brought the thing to roofing level. We have to do the foundation and sometimes do what is called power foundation. So every ground depends on the foundation you raise. When we are building in a waterlogged area, when we are building in the clay, when we are building in the sand, the foundations cannot be the same. Sometimes you have to drive piles on the ground to make sure we have to even build with earthquake in mind. Just in case the building shake, what will control it? So we have to create all those things there to make sure that, so it's not just building. Once we are building, we are thinking of 50 years to come. So we don't just start the building and thinking that we are building for people to stay inside. We are thinking of 100 years to come. Whatever we put on the foundation, we assume that 100 years it must stand. The expansions and the contraction, it depends on where you go. So that we have to do the foundation, come up and do what is called a ground beam on the building. So we support it, another beam, and then ground beam and a surface beam. That is exactly what they are doing in the larger auditorium. They have to introduce, apart from the foundation, another, another what we call ground beam to support the staff. Just to hold it because we are thinking about the future. Was your great-grandfather thinking about you? This is the mistake you are making. But eh, 100 days a day, and I first say, no, so do and then also, do you know why? 
Because we are thinking about great, great, great grandchildren. It's not just about me. If my great grandfather was coming to a meeting like this and fasting for 100 days, you can imagine how my life would be like. I remember one of the things, another topic that I can't wait to preach that one. The Jericho of your foundation. That Jericho was a place that it was necessary for Israel to pass through. They can never get to the promised land without going through Jericho. And Jericho is strictly shut. And God is telling these guys to go around the building seven times. Then I ask a question. I say, Lord, can't you just point your finger? You that divide the rest. Can't you just point your finger and bring this wall down? A wall and a sea. Which one is very tough to deal with? You that divide the rest. Can't you just open it up? He said, no way. No way. No way. I said, why? He said, because. I divide the rest for them. But this time where they are going, I must teach them spiritual warfare. Hey. Because it's not every time I'm going to divide the sea. So whilst you were going around the wall, it was a type of spiritual warfare. What you do to move God to act. What you do to move God to act. I can't wait to come there. The Jericho is shut up. It means that if you don't go through Jericho, you can't go through your premise land. What foundation is laid in your family or what kind of Jericho you have come to that has shut up your life? It means that if you come to the place of Jericho, you will need divine intervention. Because if you don't go through Jericho, you cannot get to your promised land. And Jericho walls cannot be pulled down by your money. Let me go through the scripture. So he said that the lowest low blend part of the typically below ground level. The lowest bearing part of the building, typically below ground level. So, for this is a ground level. Anything that goes under this level is below ground level. And they say the foundation is below ground level. So, anybody who doesn't know a lot about construction will not understand foundation. And I love this particular second one. They say that <laughs> an underlying basis or principle, a foundation. It's an underlying basis or what? Principle. Underlying basis or what? Principle. So, whoever start, listen, the whole human race foundation started with Adam and Eve. Something went wrong. We are still paying. Thank God for Christ. So, actually, when Jesus Christ came, he came to repair foundation. Number one. If you want to make the foundation of a building, you dig. Tell somebody you dig. Tell the person you dig holes on the earth and you lay the foundation. So, nobody casts foundation on the surface. You dig. That's why some of the foundation in your background, they cut human head. I have met people, I tried to introduce Christ to them and I asked them that, do you know the religion you are holding on? It won't take you to eternity. He said, I know. I said, why don't you come out and come to Jesus? He said, because I don't want to betray my forefathers. So sometimes the way you behave is as a result of your foundation. I will show you that a wrong foundation can lead to misbehave. I will show you that a wrong foundation will let you think in a certain way. A wrong foundation will let you go to marriage and do something until you, are, you come back home. There are many questions in the Bible. To some, answers were given. Now, I am getting close to the body of the message because my time is going very fast. Many questions are in the Bible. Some has answers and some does not have answers. I cannot mention all of them, but building it to the point where I want to make, I'm going to introduce some of the questions to you. There are questions in the Bible. The same verse that asked the question is the first verse that answered it. Some of the questions to the Bible asked couldn't have an answer up to now. Yes, 40 and 6 foundation. For instance, 1 Samuel chapter 15 and verse number 22. A question was asked. And Samuel said, Samuel said to Saul, 
after he has sacrificed or done what he's not supposed to do. Samuel said, has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as obeying the voice of the Lord? New Living Translation, if you don't mind. Let me check something. And Samuel replied, what is more pleasing to the Lord? What is more pleasing to the Lord? Your burnt offering and sacrifice or obedient to his voice. Have you seen the question mark there? Have you seen the question mark there? So it's a question. What is the answer to this question? It follows there. Listen, obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. So the question there has the same answer in the same verse. This is not familiar to you. Uh-huh. The question was asked. The answer was given in the same verse. Does God delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice or, 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 or you're obedient to his voice? Which one? Does God delight sacrifice and burnt offerings? Because Paul said that, God said that, kill all the Amalekites, destroy everything, don't bring anything, and so spare some of them. And when Samuel came, he said, what mean that this greatening of sheep I hear in my ears? And he said, the people spared them to sacrifice to the Lord. As he said, God didn't know he needed a sacrifice, but he told you to destroy all. And Samuel asked a question, hmm, what is more pleasing to the Lord? Huh? Your burnt offering and sacrifice. Or your obedience to the voice of God. Which one? And then Samuel went and said, listen, obedience is better than what? Sacrifice. So he asked a question and he answered it. So there are questions in the Bible with an answer. There is another question in Jeremiah chapter 8 verse 22. This question it said that give me the King James Version first. Huh? Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? No answer. No answer. Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? No answer. This question, there is no answer up to now. The one I show you has answer. This one, no answer. God asked a question that the sickness going on. Is there no balm in Gilead? Okay, if there's balm in Gilead, why are they sick? No answer. The Bible didn't give an answer. Is there no balm in Gilead? God asked. Is there no physician in physicians there? Then go on and say, why? The word why connotes a question. Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people recovered? No answer was given in the verse. First one, answer. Second one, no answer. There is another question. Luke chapter 18 and verse number 8, thereabout, I'm sure. Luke chapter 18, verse 7. This question to no answer. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? No answer. Give me the answer. Jesus said that when he returns, will he find faith? Will you be there to answer him? God doesn't ask questions because he doesn't know the answer. Most of God's questions eh, it needs a lot of meditation <laughs> and a lot of thinking about the question. Jesus said, he spoke a parable that men ought always to pray and never faint. And he gave an example about a judge who doesn't fear God or regard man. And a widow who come and say, give me justice. And he said, the judge doesn't respect God or fear man. And he said, you won't do that because he doesn't respect man and doesn't fear God. But because this widow persists, he decided to give him an answer. Not because he's doing good, but because of the widow pestering or bothering or, or confusing her. So he's just giving the answer for his peace of mind. Not because he's a willing thing. And Jesus related to the fact that the widow's persistency make a wicked judge give him an answer. And he said that if a wicked judge do that, what about those who persist in prayer? But then he ended up and said that when the son of man come to your house, can you find faith? No answer. Look at someone and say, God will touch you. Tell the person, God will touch you. Huh? Another one is there. James chapter 5 verse 40. James. James. This one, I'm sure there is an answer. Huh? Is any sick among you? Is a question. Huh? What is the answer? Let him call the elders of the church. Let him pray over him. Anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the Bible said in the next verse that the prayer of faith shall save the sick. So God came and said that he's in a sick. You could have said that question and left. But the moment he gave the question, he gave an answer that if you are sick, call the elders. 
But is there any bomb in Gilead? No answer. Somebody said, what do you mean by all these questions and answers? I am glad you asked because I'm warming up towards there. I have given you questions in the Bible, some with answers and some without answer. Do you want more? When the son of man comes, can he find faith on earth? Do you know that? That one, no answer. Huh? Ah. <laughs> then he came back. Is any sick among you? Is any sick among you? Is any sick among you? Let him call the elders of the church. He could have just said the question and leave. Like the other question. Is there no bomb in Gilead? He didn't give an answer. He left. Then I bring him to a very important question. Psalm 11 verse 3. Question. And that is where we are going to find the answer in my teaching. <laughs> question. If the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? What is the answer for this question? There are questions in the Bible with answers. There are some without answers. God came back and said that if the foundation be destroyed, the one that called himself the righteous, what can he do? Is there no bomb in Gilead? No answer. Is there no sick among you? Answers. If the foundation be destroyed, see the question mark there, what can the righteous do? So you can go to school. You can, be a, you can have PhD. You can be a nursing sister. You can be the president of a country. If the foundation is destroyed. If the foundation be destroyed. What can the righteous do? It means that what is he even trying to do? With a destroyed foundation. What? What is the foundation of your background? The fact that you are praying, hey, 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 that's not your foundation is repair. Matthew chapter 7. Let me read from verse number 25. Give me the New Living Translation. Listen to what Jesus said. Give me verse 20. Let me see. Huh? Yes. Just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. It means I don't need prophetic action. I can see what you are going through to determine your foundation. It's not a wrong man you marry. You marry a wrong foundation. you can pick the thing. You didn't marry a poor man. You marry somebody who has all the decoration. Now listen. Let me, let me say this before. Go to the next verse. Verse 21. No, not everyone who calls me out Lord, Lord. Go, go. 22. Go. On judgment day, go. 23. I don't need all this one. But I will reply. I never, go. 24. Uh-huh. Anyone who listen to my teaching, the teaching I'm teaching, that's what I say. Any prophetic action I'm going to do is based on the authority of God's word. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it and follow it is wise. Like a person who builds his house on the solid rock. He builds his house on a solid rock. Now, there is artificial foundation and there is a natural foundation. It means that if I want to build, let's say, I remember many years ago, um, uh, in our home where my grandmother was there was water problem so we dig a well when the well went there we realized that we meet a rock the, the digging of the well met a rock the rock has cemented the well under it we couldn't go down and the water was running on the rock so in that particular place eh, when everybody's well is dry our well still have water so they say that we have hit a certain stream under the ground and it's travel on the rock. So I remember we could wash the well and clean the rocks. Now, if I'm digging this portion and I meet a rock and I'm building a building, I don't even need to cast a foundation. I can put the mortar there and raise the building because there's a natural foundation laid there. Because a rock cannot sink. Jesus said, anyone who listens to my teaching, and follow it is, is wise. Like a person who builds his house on the solid rock. Let's go, my dear. Though the rain comes in torrents and the flood waters rise and the winds beat against the house, it will not, it won't collapse because it's built on 
Give me the NIV version. The rain came down. The stream rose. The winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fail because it has its foundation on the rock. It has the reason. <laughs> it means, let me tell you something. The wind is not your problem. The storm is not your problem. The economy is not your problem. The man you marry is not a problem. The right thing you are dealing with is a foundation. The wind can be the economy. The storm can be anything. The, 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 the rain and the floods can be anything. The Bible said that. Who? Come back to verse number 24. Let me read it for them again. The same verse. Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and put them into practice, put them into practice. When we say prophet, they see they obey. So see, they sow. Do this, they do. They are not sitting down, taking their wiser than the word that is preached. They are not taking down because of their two by 14. Hallelujah. Are you getting it? That is why spirituality is very crucial. It is not enough to look for blessing. You have to be spiritual. Because to be spiritually minded is life. It means that you will be delivered from the attack of death. Because you are spiritual. I'm telling you. I prophesy potency in bathing power. Nobody can deny that I didn't see it. Whatever I deny, because God said, today we are in the center of it. It took over 10 years to 50 years, but we are here. If I'm telling you, we are going to fly in the air, speaking in tongues, you may see it's far, but one day you see that we are there. No. I'm preaching a series about the heart. It's very crucial. Very crucial. If I have a wrong heart, I will never be here. I was tested high level. And in the test, I will have to either define myself. And you see, even if your fathers make a mistake, go back and cover it. Like, like, like Noah's children, eh? One of them went to saw his father's mistake. The other wise was Simon Jaffet. That is why the one that covered his mistake is the one that God trapped Abraham through his descendants. Shem, they went back and covered their father's nakedness. One of the things God showed me is that never take a picture of your father's nakedness and show it to anybody. It means that if I have a spiritual father, you make a mistake. I must not defend myself to expose him. So everywhere you stand to talk about a spiritual father, to validate yourself and think, you are you have put yourself, you are broken a head and a serpent will bite. It's a kingdom secret. This message I'm preaching is strong. Don't bypass your father and take your uncle to take your wedding bride. Your engagement. You have broken a head. I'll bring it in different dimensions. Even if your father is drunk, it's your father. Hey. It's in every level. Spiritual fathers, biological fathers, no matter what it is. No, it is his spermatosia that produces you. He said, honor your father. He didn't say when he's a righteous man. God didn't put condition. It is the only commandment with promise that you live long. So longevity is connected to the way you treat your parents. Both spiritual and physical. Kingdom has secrets. Your ambition can destroy you. Your premature fame can destroy you. Don't try to project where. It is dangerous to get in popularity when God puts you in obscurity. You will expose yourself for killing. Don't do it. No, no, don't think about it. Ignorance is not an excuse in the realms of the spirit. Make sure you are in line. All these things are grace God gives you. You pray for them. You must pray for humility, grace. Because me and you, there is still pride God must deal with. What qualified Moses to carry the highest anointing because he was the meekest man on earth. So he became the most powerful man on earth. So meekness is the secret for kingdom advancement. Listen, until God approves your meekness, you are not on your way to greatness. Until God is satisfied with your meekness, you are not on your way to greatness. The adultery that you are committing is a demonstration of pride. The disrespect for your husband is a demonstration of pride. The disrespect for your wife is a demonstration of pride. All this one can be traced to your foundation. Me and you. It can be traced. Kingdom secret, huh? There is, if there is one thing I learn about the devil, eh? 
The devil can cause you to make a mistake. And then after you make a mistake, he lifts you your pride and leaves you to prosper. So he will leave you as if you don't have any attack. He will give you a false prosperity and wait for a certain time. And come. That's why Jesus said, the prince of this world coming, but he has nothing. It means that there is nothing I've done for the devil to stand on it to deal with me. Be careful. The just man walking in integrity, his children are blessed after him. It has consequence in the future. If you don't get a great man of God to take you through some things and repentance and break it. And you see, when it comes to breaking of self-imposed care, you need authorization from heaven. I can't just walk and break everybody's self-imposed. God must tell me to do it. Foundation. We must get to the root of it. If you are in Ghana, one of the prayers you pray is to not to be careless in your talking. It's a spirit in the atmosphere. It hangs. It hangs. If God didn't come there, nobody would know that Miriam leprosy is as a result of talking against Moses. Everybody would think it's a contaminated disease. It has a source. No. One day I challenge Lord, what do you need to punish Aaron? You, you punished Miriam and you left Aaron. Both of them started a racism. The Lord told me he's a first high priest. There was no substitute. I can't punish him. If I strike him with leprosy, nobody can go to the temple. Uh-huh. Nobody can go to the temple. But I will cut off his remembrance. No. When you go to the book of Hebrews, when God listed the heroes of faith, Aaron's name is not there. He is the first high priest and his name is supposed to appear. Even prostitutes' names are there. Kingdom secrets. What kind of foundation have you laid for yourself? Be careful. Just be spiritual. That's why, you see, I love spirituality. If you are not spiritual, you won't get people in a hundred days fasting. Whatever happened, people say, what do you go to have? Do you have strength? I said, Lord, if you don't give us the strength, we can. We have tapped into strength. If you tell me, you see, the main title for this thing is the Holy Ghost, uh, 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 the outpouring of the Spirit. Now, do you know what we do here? We pray a lot in tongues. And when you speak in tongues, no man understands how God speaks in the mystery. God is watching the title of the fasting. But what's this? Why is it that we can't always pray about the Holy Ghost and now we are praying for people's foundation. When the Holy Ghost descended there, it sat on their flesh before it sat on their spirit. There was a clothing tongue of fire that sit on their flesh because if the flesh is weak, it cannot carry the anointing. So no matter the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, if you are confused, you will not be partaker. So if you are going to be the instrument of God, then God must deal with your background. It sat on their head before he entered their spirit. Their flesh was quickened before they were born again. It became clothing tongue of father. Everybody saw it physically. So it was sitting on their head before it penetrated into their spirit. Therefore, everyone who hears the words of man and puts them into practice is like a man who built his house on the rock. The rain come down. The problem is not the rain. It depends on the foundation you have built. It's not the economy. You can travel to America with a wrong foundation. Forget it. You can live in Buckingham Palace with a wrong foundation. Forget it. You can work in the best company and have nothing to show. When the foundation is destroyed, don't forget that question. What can the righteous do? So I am building it and by the time I finish the last message, I must answer that question. If the foundation gets repaired, your husband will straighten up. If the foundation gets repaired, things will change. There are men walking, their mothers have married them. Wrong foundation. Many years ago, a lady came to me and said, My brother raped me. I said, No, brother, have He said, No, one father, one mother. I was standing there about to pray. The Lord said, Tell her to go and tell his mother. She went to mommy and said, Mommy, do you know what happened? This is his. The mother started crying. It was the guest in three days to her 35th birthday. The mother said, I remember three days to my 35th birthday, your uncle raped me. And the mother also told her that your grandmother also uncle raped her. A monitoring spirit. If you don't trace the foundation, there is something that will take you to a matrimonial home and bring you back. No matter how you give your husband sex, you still chase women. Foundation is wrong. <laughs> you sit down and ask, what do I do again? You ask questions without providing the answers. That's why people listening to messages, they never change. What are you doing you don't like that you keep repeating? 
we must go to the foundation. If we don't go there, whatever we are doing, we are just watering the, the, the leaves. The rain came down, the stream rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall. Every attack came, but it did not fall. Why? It has it has its foundation on the rock. Me and you, what is our foundation? Yeah, Papa fear foundation and he may see. Yeah, mommy fear foundation and he may see. What our eyes cannot see, what can we tell about? I bring you to things to do to turn the foundation without doing them, forget it. You don't repair foundation with cocoa. That your the very foundation not a no coca coco no share go as here. No. Mommy, the cement we used to do bridge is different from the one we use for building. Even cements are not the same. If cements are not the same, what about the foundation? So when we are doing bridge, there's something called rapid hardening cement. You don't even mix it. It's already in water. You pour it. Those cements must harden in less than 10 minutes. But it has become cake. So the metal should take 24 hours. So some people here, God must use rapid hardening cement to reverse things in their background. And break the foundation on them. Hey! I declare, by the same God that gave me the message, that by the time I finish this series, Every wrong foundation shall be mended and repaired by Jehovah. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703 or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.